Right, so welcome to In The Clinch. It's the MMA podcast with uh, me, Joe, and my co-host, Ben. Uh, yeah, we're just going to be breaking down pretty much all the MMA from the previous weekend, previewing all the fights coming up, and all the stuff that happens in the week, because there's there really is a never, never, ever a quiet week. And, well, the UFC, but MMA in, in general, you know, I think, what, in the last day, Dustin and Connor have been going back and forth on Twitter. Yeah. And Tyson Fury and Ngannou. And that was just yesterday. So, yeah, you know, every Wednesday we're going to be releasing these podcasts. Um, yeah, hopefully all platforms soon come. And yeah. Yeah. How you doing, Ben? You all good? Yeah, I'm good. Cheers. Um... Just adding on to that, if uh, like hopefully we can build like uh, a fan base, and then you guys can uh, discuss amongst yourself in comments and stuff like that, and then uh, leave uh, comments about things we can discuss, um, and yeah, just like create our own little small community. That'd Absolutely, be cool. men of the yeah. I'm good. I'm good. Um, it's interesting the uh, Connor Poirier announcement today. Um, yeah. it was looking like. I all this drama over the last couple of days, I feel like it's been slightly manufactured <laughs> to um, like create uh, pay-per-view buys, but that's just, just my thought. But um, it's been interesting to see the back and forth about the <laughs> corner not uh, uh, donating <laughs> the 500k that he said he would. Um, what, what do you think? Yeah, it's interesting, man. I can't... I don't really buy that Connor isn't well, a few things. Like, first of all, I guess, got to remember, you know, like, I think, what, last April, March, Connor donated, like, a million quid to uh, to the island to, for PPE and such during COVID. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think Connor He's is... done his bit. Yeah, absolutely. And it's not like he isn't a man of his word. I totally think yeah. he... You know, I don't think what Dustin is saying is necessarily correct. And also, you got to think as well, you know, 500k to a non, um, you know, to a charitable organisation. You know, if I'm Connor and you're going to donate 500,000 quid, you absolutely want a full breakdown of where that money's going to go. You know, you where hear it all going, the time, yeah. charities, you know, this money goes to one person and then it's just one person's job to distribute the funds. You know, there's massive, massive room for, you know, not not stealing per se, but and I, I don't think Dustin, no, nah. he doesn't uh, run an organization like that. But yeah, I definitely am with you. It's, I don't know if it's manifest manifested, but I mean it's just shit talk, man. It's just hype for the fight, and then no doubt, you know what? Two days after the fight's officially booked, for sure. so and they need they needed uh, they needed like um, they needed shit talking corner. For this, yeah, for, the, for the third fight, because the second fight was just like it's so respectful, it was so weird. Uh, yeah. It's just weird to see. Uh, it creates way more headlines when he's like stealing belts and just effing and blinding all the time. So um, yeah, I feel like it'll it'll just translate to more pay per view buyers, really. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. But uh, yeah, anyway, so on the weekend was it UFC Vegas twenty three or something fight night. Vittori, Vittori Holland, yeah. You had mm-hmm. Marvin Vittori with an incredibly dominant performance. Um, what do you make of it? Yeah, I think it will. I guess Derek Brunson, 
laid out laid out the blueprint of how to beat Kevin Holland just a few weeks ago. And like mad props to Kevin Holland for taking the fight. Uh, I think that's why he's he's built himself a bit of a fan base um, in the last year or so because he, of his willingness to just take a fight on a couple of weeks notice or a week's notice or whatever. Um, and he fights so regular, but I just, I don't know. It just seemed like a bit of a risk um, for him taking this fight because Vittori's a beast. Yeah. Um, but, you know, if he'd won, he would have got himself right back on track um, within the middleweight division. But, yeah, Vittori just sort of controlled him, took him down basically at will. Um, he looked all right on the feet as well. It wasn't the most entertaining fight. Uh, it was extremely dominant, but it wasn't super entertaining. What did you think of it? Yeah, more or less the same, man. It wasn't... I do think it's mildly impressive, you know, someone who can just grapple for 25 minutes straight, especially against yeah. a jiu-jitsu black belt like Kevin Holland. Yeah. Um, but he didn't really... He, he didn't like... He wasn't always looking to advance position. Like It looked like he was happy to just sort of sit in control for a lot of it, which is why it wasn't as entertaining as um, some of the other fights. But, yeah, he did He did well. For sure. I don't know if I'm not sure if he did enough to warrant a title shot. What do you think? Because he called yeah. for Adesanya next. I don't know. What do I you think, think? I think Vittori's style is probably. I think I think Vittori v Adesanya is the most intriguing fight for Adesanya at the moment because it everyone else he could fight a middleweight like you know Whitaker or Till. Yeah, you know, they're going to be striking matches. I don't know Adesanya. You got to remember when Adesanya fought Vittori, what was it in 2018? You know, one judge, yeah. it was a split decision win for Adesanya. So that means one judge thought Vittori won. You know, yeah. and yeah, I mean, MMA judges are pretty sus, but yeah. I think Vittori's style is definitely a not problem for Adesanya, but it's his biggest challenge thus far. I think him be Whitaker, him be Till, Adesanya just has a striking advantage, big reach. Yeah. Um, I think the real takeaway was like I would have just loved to have seen Darren Till um, yeah. in there with Mark <laughs> Vittori because like if he if he had beaten Vittori and looked good doing it I think uh, a matchup between him and Adesanya would be very very interesting yeah um, for sure he's, he's such a good like traditional striker Muay Thai sort of style striker um, I think he matched up really well pretty well with Adesanya I still think Adesanya would probably beat him but mm. uh, that that would be a pretty fascinating matchup, I think. So what do you we think haven't is... seen either. Yeah. So what do you think next for Vittori now? If he's not going to fight Alessandro, mm, maybe the winner of uh, Whitaker Gastelum, and then the winner of that can get the shot at Alessandro. Maybe. I just mm. don't know if he really did enough to uh, earn a title shot. In all yeah. honesty. Well, I think eight fights unbeaten at middleweight now. What most takedowns, 11 takedowns, most in middleweight yeah. in a fight. Yeah. And he did go the distance with Adesanya, so you can't really yeah. argue with that. Yeah. It's just tough. It's kind of, I think, till being out of the fight, it just sort of made a massive predicament for the middleweight division. Because I'm, I'm with you. I think if Vittori had beaten till, I think if Vittori had done to till what he did to Holland. I think he yeah. probably deserves a title shot even more. And if Till had beaten Vittori, then yeah. Adesanya or Till would, would be the fight to make. You know, Adesanya's come out and said he wants to fight Till and Till vice yeah. versa. So 
and yeah, and then this weekend, you know, you got Whitaker, Whitaker, Gastelum, two guys who lost Adesanya, and again, it's sort of if Whitaker beats Gastelum, he's the guy, he's the number one contender without a doubt, and he deserves the rematch. But you know how intriguing is that? You know, it's a striker versus striker, and I don't really think anyone who doesn't have a significant physical advantage over Adesanya is going to win a striking match. But, yeah, we'll see. I mean, <laughs> fights are fights. It'll be entertaining either way. But, yeah, so then yes, you had co-main event, Arnold Allen beat Sadiq Yusuf. Uh, big yeah. win for Arnold Allen, rep in the UK. What did you make of it? Yeah. Uh, I think he did. I think, uh, yeah, he looked... He looks, I feel like he, he deserves to fight a top 10. Uh, was it featherweight? Yeah. Um, because he looks super well-rounded. I know he doesn't have a lot of uh, finishes on his record, hmm. but uh, yeah, he just looks he looks very good in all areas. And Sadiq Youssef is like a... He, he looked legit coming in and then Arnold Allen pretty much just shut him down. Uh, so I think he deserves a... Uh, I think he deserves like a top 10 opponent next. What do you think? Yeah, definitely, man. He, I mean... He... Shame he came out afterwards in the post in the uh, post fight interview saying he d- he didn't feel like he deserves a top. I think he said I think he said I don't deserve a top five guy because I didn't finish Yusuf. But you know he's kind of shot himself in the foot a bit there because when you look at the fight, I mean well, first round he so dropped was, uh, in. Yusuf in the top fifteen or I don't know, I think. don't think either of them were ranked. Um, no. I don't I'm not sure. But yeah, I mean he dropped Yusuf with that head kick in the first round. Then dropped yeah. him again in the second. You know, he it was a great fight, but yeah, it was a clear winner for Allen. It just I think I don't think he has a finish in the UFC. I'm pretty sure he's now eight and zero in the UFC without finish. But yeah, man, I'd love to see him matched up with someone like you know Calvin Cater when he gets back, or yeah, um, someone like yeah, like, like Cobb Swanson would be cool. Dan Ige, yeah, um, yeah, but yeah, Korean I Zimbabwe. mean. Zombie, yeah. It's just a shot. I think, yeah, I wonder what his time frame is. Things as well, like, where's the beat? That's the question. To be yeah, where is the beat? so long. <laughs> what does he do? Where is the beat? He's such Biden a... in Dagestan. Such a beast. <laughs> like, yeah. He's such an entertaining fighter. I love to... I love watching him. Um, but, yeah, I don't, I don't know what, what he's doing. I haven't really heard any news on him. Injuries, I'm not sure. Yeah, um, no, me neither. Anytime like Dana White's <clears throat> asked about him, uh, he sort of just brushes it over. He's yeah, like, yeah, we'll we'll get something sorted. But it's like, yeah, where is he? Where when's the last <laughs> time he fought? Yeah, but um, yeah. So then was it uh, Marquez v Alvi? Pretty brutal finish. I mean, what basically yeah. knocked him out and then yeah. choked him out. Um, he looked so dominant on the feet, and then just oh, was it a rear naked? Yeah, uh, yeah, that was. That's pretty brutal. Just put him to yeah. sleep. Fair play to Sam Alvish. Went out on his shield, but yeah, yeah, he got murked. <laughs> yeah, it was. And then what? Lastly on this card was it Mackenzie Dern with that beautiful, beautiful armbar. Um, yeah, yeah. What did you make of that? She looks seriously impressive now. Yeah, she uh, very like methodical. Um, took down or was it Nina 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 Nunes? No. Uh, yeah, took her down. Just controlled her on the ground. That's 
gradually passed the guard, worked away um, up into the armbar, really sort of slow but controlled. Never really. I, I think we both sort of called it with about a minute or so to go, like she's probably going to secure an armbar here. And she did. She looked... She looks very good, man. She, uh, <clears throat> I feel like she, in the next couple of years, she could potentially be champ. Um, who have you got at the top of the division? Is it uh, either Valentina or Weili Zhang? What, what division is she? 125? No, she's 115. So, yeah, Zhang. 115. Weili Zhang, yeah. And then mm. she's fighting Rose what, next week, week after next. Yeah. Um, I'd love to see her fight Joanna. I think that would be such a good fight. Now that Kenzie Dern, Joanna, yeah. Now that Dern's with Jason Perillo as well, like you saw on the weekend, her bot, her striking's become way better. Just her yeah. physical condition as well, the shape she was in on. Saturday yeah, she wasn't afraid to stand and bang either, was she? No, she just looks yeah, in tremendous yeah. shape. She looks really. Who'd just been in the gym for like the last four months, just grinding. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, she looked seriously impressive. I think her, anyone who goes to the ground of her is going to have serious problems because her jiu-jitsu is just on a totally Her jiu-jitsu is just like, yeah, streaks ahead. She, she's on a different stratosphere than everyone, well, pretty much everyone else in that division on mm. the ground. Um, so yeah, I think she, she's got a lot of potential. I think she could end up being the champ. Uh, how do you think she might Shout again, mate. Can you hear me, mate? Yeah, I can. Oh, yeah, cool. Yeah, we're back. Sorry about that. Uh, where were we, mate? Uh, yeah, Dern. Yes, well, she looked quality. Yeah, she's elite. <laughs> So, yeah, right. So, see, uh, was it Twitter yesterday? Tyson Fury v. Francis Ngannou. Yes. I mean, <laughs> where to start on this? What are your thoughts from the outset? Uh, well, it's just, there's so much of this now with the MMA and uh, boxing back and forth shit talk. Like, it's, it's interesting. Uh I just feel like if they had an MMA fight, uh, Ngannou has been training in MMA for like the last five plus years, and I think he'd wreck Tyson Fury. I know Tyson Fury did some training video with like Darren Till, and he was like throwing a few elbows and knees and stuff, and people were like, "Oh, he'd be really good in MMA," but yeah, no, nah, he wouldn't. He'd get fucking wrecked. Um, and vice versa, if they boxed, Tyson Fury would kill Francis, like. Just in terms of technical boxing ability, Tyson's been doing it since he was a kid. Francis hasn't. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah, I just think his he, in in either of their sports, like most of these MMA boxing matchups in in either of their sports, they win. It's it's that simple to me anyway. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> you think Ngani has a chance in the boxing realm and you think Fury has a chance in MMA or I think if Ngannou put time into boxing yeah 
he'd have more of a chance. I don't think he would even touch Fury in boxing. I don't think he ever would. I think Fury's just, you know, it, you saw what he did to Wilder in the second fight. I mean, hmm. Wilder and Ngannou would be pretty similar boxers, you know, they're basically just massive heavy hitters. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think, I think it's definitely interesting. I just think it says it more would about sell. the state. Don't get me exactly, wrong, it would yeah. sell. But like, in terms of an athletic competition, I don't know if it would be, it would be much of one, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. I do think it's a lot of, sort of a lot of smoke without fire. I just think it's, I just, to me, it just says a lot about the state of boxing. You know, I think it's like, yeah, exactly. If you're if you're in Ghana, why, you know, you could fight John Jones, you could fight David Lewis, you could fight Cyril Garn. You know, there's so many good fights for you. You can just sit at the top of heavyweight and reign forever. No, not even mentioning the Stipe rematch or the Stipe yeah. trilogy fight. Um, he just wants that McGregor Mayweather paycheck. Yeah, which have like enough. mad generational wealth, and then, then you know, do the McGregor as well. Basically. There's always a chance, you know. And I think if you have Fury v. Garnu, I assume, yeah, assumably they'll do one and one, right? If they were to ever make an agreement, I reckon, I, I think they would do one in MMA, one in boxing. They'd have, you know, a UFC cross promotion with boxing, because then the UFC makes ridiculous money, promoters in yeah. boxing make ridiculous money, pay per views would be off the charts. And there's always yeah, just a sure. chance that, you know, if one. If Ngannou wins MMA and Fury wins boxing, great. You know, we've got to see, well, whatever, you know, it. if what we expect. But if one of them manages to win both, you're talking about, you know, he's a GOAT. I mean, yeah. it's unquestionable, you know, so. For sure. So, yeah. Um, speaking of uh, crossover fights, got the big, the big <laughs> one this weekend. You got uh, Jake Paul taking on Ben Askren. Uh going to be i think it's broadcast on thriller um what do you think how, how do you think that's going to play out i just hope at one point ben Askren just absolutely takes him like for no reason and yeah. just sort of lets him know uh, if we were in a real fight i'd kill you but, yeah but yeah sure. i don't know mark I, I can't really see ben Askren winning um yeah unfortunately um i don't know I man i just go on. I, I, I like, I watched uh, this morning, I watched back the Jake Paul, Nate Robinson fight. <laughs> and I was yeah. just like, just Nate Robinson just didn't have a clue what he was doing. Like he was just sort He's of a basketball player. Him. Yeah. Yeah, I know. He was like bum rushing him and then he was like just clinching up. I think he was, he was probably kind of afraid. Honestly, he looked afraid. Uh, he looked like he didn't really want to be there, honestly. Mm. Ben Askren is a seasoned veteran. He's fought absolute killers. Like he's he's not going to be phased at all. He's not com- He's he's going to be comfortable. I know he's yeah. been competing in MMA, but he's been stood across from like uh, is it Douglas Lima or Diego Lima? Douglas Lima. Douglas Lima. Andre Kreshkov. Like Robbie Lawler. I know Masvidal like basically killed him, but. Um, yeah, like he's been faced with these absolute elite level strikers and he's mm. not been rocked. The only time he's been rocked was when Masvidal took his soul. <laughs> yeah. um, but like apart from that, yeah. So I feel like he might just, I think he's just going to like clinch up, um, 
make uh, Jake Paul carry his weight, weigh him yeah. down, wear him out. He might take, he'll probably eat a few shots, but I don't know if um, Jake Paul has the ability to knock him out. And then it will be interesting to see when Jake Paul gets tired, how he reacts. Um, I feel like Ben Askren might just wear him out and then, because I actually hear Ben Askren, although his um, technique doesn't look very pretty, I hear he's actually got quite heavy hands. And if, if he can take uh, Jake Paul into the deep, sort of deep waters, and then like rounds, uh, how many rounds is it? Do you know? I haven't even. I believe it's eight, I think. Eight. Yeah. So into the later rounds, uh, if he can take him into those deep waters, tire him out, he might just bang Jake Paul out. That's my hope anyway. <laughs> yeah, I think there's definitely a chance, but I just, <sighs> yeah, I don't know, man. I, just... I think it's more the spectacle is just so fascinating. You know, what happens when it you is, have yeah. an it elite is. seasoned, you know, MMA, or essentially a wrestler, wrestler but just an, yeah. an upper echelon elite, someone with a mentality, yeah. fitness, everything in, in boxing or in MMA. Who's going yeah. to box against someone who's trained boxing for what three years or so? Yeah, um, but has never, you know, he's never really that has been only. Tested. To be fair to him, has only focused on boxing. So, mm. um, it is it is actually really interesting. Um, yeah, some people throw shade on it like it's not a real fight, whatever. Like <laughs> there will be. Like, I, I, I'm, I'm intrigued by it. I don't know if I'm necessarily going to buy it. Probably legally, sure. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not but, buying it, but. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> definitely. It's definitely intriguing, but especially yeah, when you have sure. when you got. I think it would do really well from pay per view wise. Yeah, I think. Yeah, no, I agree. I think that one Maybe of the more interesting things. Yeah, one of the more interesting things of it is, you know, Jake Pauls who's got such a big fan base. Like, yeah, I I don't think Massive. it's outside the realms of possibility that he can get a million people to buy his pay per view to watch yeah. him box. You know, when he's got yeah. like. I don't even know how many, like 5 million subscribers on YouTube or something. Um, yeah. But yeah, when you've got Robert Whitaker v. Kelvin Gastelum, like an actual highly competitive fight going on at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. There's yeah. no way. There's no way I'm not going to watch that. But, yeah. Um, I was listening to, I think it was Flagrant 2 with Andrew Schultz and Akash Singh the other day. They're like uh, comedians, really funny podcast. And um, they, Akash made a really, really good point. He was like, It'll, it's you have to give Jake Paul credit because For sure. he's basically taken. He is essentially an amateur boxer. Like he's been labeled a pro boxer. Um, I think they 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 made themselves professional so they didn't have to wear head wear head guards for like the yeah. second, one of one of his fights or something. But yeah, essentially, he's like an amateur boxer who's drawing more eyes than the best boxers in the world. In in their, their like biggest events, he's drawing like five, six times as many eyes. Yeah, right? which is pretty incredible for like an amateur boxer. Um, so like <sighs> you gotta respect that. Yeah, again, it's man, payment just, business at the end of the day, but shows the state of boxing. Yeah. You know, more people want to see yeah. an amateur fight a wrestler than they want to see fight, you know, two actual elite boxers. Yeah, well, I don't know. Probably more box, more true boxing fans would rather watch. You know, Although I will say, I'm really interested in um, Canelo against Billy Joe Saunders. Yeah, I think that'll actually be one of Canelo's toughest fights in a long time. 
Definitely. Uh, Billy Joe Saunders is legit. <laughs> um, uh, it's wicked defensive boxer as well. Like he's got, got skills, man. I, I can't, I can't wait for that. Um, yeah. But regardless, as you said, um, Whitaker Gastelum this weekend as well. That, yeah. That's an interesting scrap. For sure. So yeah, to wrap up, let's just quickly preview the main event or the main card on that fight. Yeah. So. Yeah. So we've got uh, it's actually a stacked stacked card, I have to say. Uh, so we'll go from the main event, right? So Abdul Razak Al Hassan, Jacob Malkin. Yeah. What a what a scrap! I mean, that is a scrap. What a fucking scrap. Who do you reckon? I uh, <laughs> I remember saying to you before Ab- yeah. Abdul Razak Al Hassan when he fought. <laughs> Uh, well, who did he Ramp- uh, not Rampage, um, Chaos Ka- Williams, Chaos Williams, man. Chaos Williams. I was like, soul. watch out, <laughs> I was like, watch out for Abdul Razak, he's an animal, he finishes everyone, and then Chaos <laughs> just like one bang him <laughs> out cold. But now, nah, seriously, Al Hassan is a beast. Uh, if you watch any of his fight highlights, he's a, he's a finisher, like, he's got that fast twitch, explosive power. Um, so I'm intrigued to see that. I don't I don't know much about the guys fighting. Um, I'll be honest. Yeah, me, I haven't got the best idea. All I know is that Al Hassan, I think he I think he got a four fight contract with the UFC. And I'm pretty I sure think... he's, he's lost his last two. So for oh. him, it's kind of a must win fight. You know, he's kind of because all the hype that was around him from the contender series. Um, but yeah, I reckon because the stakes are just so high for him. Yeah, I reckon he'll be able to get it done. Yeah, sorry, I just lagged out a little bit then. Yeah. Um, yeah, Al-Hassan. I reckon he'll be able to get it done. Uh, so then, yeah. next card. Well, next oh, fight. Next fight. Uh, Lovsky with Chase Sherman. Another pretty good fight. Yeah, that's interesting. So I know Chase Sherman, he he like got cut a year or two back, and then he's mm. he came back in. Um, he's another. He's dangerous. He's a dangerous heavyweight. He can bang. Could be make um, or break for Arlovsky. And Arlovsky, yeah, Arlovsky's kind of been up and down the last few years. But uh, let's have a look at his record. Is he coming off a win? No, he lost to Tom Aspinall coming off a win. Uh, in February. He Quick turnaround did. for him. He got did. choked out by Aspinall and uh, he's back. Yeah, he got murked by Tom Aspinall. Yeah. Yeah, no, that would be an interesting fight. I, I can't really call that, to be honest. I, I'd probably put my money on Chase Sherman, the younger younger guy. But Yeah. Yeah, it, Chase Sherman's 31. Arlovsky's 42 now. Yeah. It's uh, sad when you see... I'd probably these, put my money on Chase Sherman. But... Yeah, it's sad when you see these legends like Arlovsky, man, like... You know, I don't want to be disrespectful by any means, but you know he's ex-champion, so you know he's on he's on big, big, big bucks when he fights. Yeah, so he is. For him, you know, yeah. forty-two. I don't know how many fights he's got left on his contract, but he's coming off a loss. You know, if he loses this as well, he's one of the guys you'd expect to maybe see cut. So yeah, when you, when you look that. at the likes of like JDS, you know, Alistair Overeem being cut. Yeah, yeah, Arlovsky, they're all in know. that same sort of group, aren't they? Absolutely, yeah. Um, it's a shame, man, but, you know, hopefully he can go out with a bang. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And legends of the sport as well. Like, bro, Arlovsky back For in sure. the day, he was just an absolute monster. Um, yeah. Right, co-main event. Drakkar close vs Jeremy Stevens. <laughs> just, again, phenomenal That's a banger fight. as well. Such a banger. Bro, I don't know how to call that. Both high level, very heavy strikers, like good strikers. I don't... That's a tough one. I reckon Jeremy Stevens... I don't know how I'd call that. I think Stevens got it on his locker. I just think close, like we saw in the Benil Darius fight, that close can allow himself to just be a little sloppy sometimes when it comes to the striking. Sort of allows himself to get into these... He was dominating that fight. Yeah, exactly. Darius just kind of came back. Sort of just let himself lose his... His composure almost, you know, he turned into this war, which is, I mean, amazing to watch. But I don't know. I don't think you can do that against Jeremy Stevens, man. He hits so hard. And I think technically he's just a, a brutal leg kick. Well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And for him as well, you know, it's a big, big fight for these guys. You know, the UFC are making cuts. And oh, Jeremy Stevens, oh, he's done like 36 fights in the UFC or something. Like, ridiculous yeah um yeah coming up he's taking a lot of damage as well man like coming off that that brutal elbow from calvin Cater last year oh yeah that was fucking so savage um yeah it was that's brutal man but uh yeah I reckon stevens it. stevens probably yeah. has enough to get it done and then the main event yeah we're covey gastelum number one contender fighter middleweight who you got yeah it's tough because I think Gastelum, he's got a lot to prove coming off the, you know, he lost to Darren Till, which was a, like a close decision. Then he lost to, was it Jack Hermanson? Mm. Then he beat uh, Ian Heinish. Yeah, the uh, thing about that Hermanson fight was like a heel hook in like 20 seconds. So, yeah, it's kind of tough, tough, tough loss tough, to tough. take that. Yeah, he's so, yeah, he's such a good fighter though, um, Gastelum. That, yeah. They were scheduled to fight a few years ago for the, yeah. the title. Um, and then Whitaker had to pull out like on the day. I swear. Yeah. And then... I think he yeah, had um, that... his... Uh, what well, fuck you call it? Um, what was pancreas? I think it burst inside him. I can't fucking remember yeah. what it's called. Um, something like that. <laughs> yeah. It's abdominal injury uh, or something. Yeah. Like, just like stomach... Burst or something. <laughs> oh, his appendix. That was his appendix. Burst. His appendix. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So I think I, again, I, I probably sway towards Whitaker. Hmm. I think he's slightly more well-rounded in terms of his kickboxing. Uh, yeah. I think he kicks better, uh, mixes up a little bit better. But now that's that could be a tight, close fight as well. Like Gastelum's got a chin. Yeah, um, he doesn't really go away, so I don't think Whitaker's going to out wrestle him. So yeah, probably no see a stand up war. Yeah, yeah, um, much the same from me. I think. I think. I think it'll be interesting. I think you know Bobby Knuckles has that at the moment for him. Sort of in his last two fights, he's been in a position of almost of power and sort of he hasn't. He hasn't had to go out there and finish guys because he's so clearly the number one contender at middleweight, right? You've got Adesanya, who's just above everyone, and then Whitaker, and then everyone else. Like, no one is even... No one's really that close to him at the moment. You know, he beat Darren Till, 
be Cannonier, yeah. like nullified Cannonier, who was the absolute sleeping dog of that division. Um, yeah, and that he's was now gone. Like no one's. Where's he been for the last eight months? Um, but yeah, I think <laughs> with his fucking crystal stones or something. Um, I think yeah, probably Wicker man. I think Wicker will win by decision. Uh, just absolute kickboxing match. Um. But I think it'll be a great fight. I can see Wicker uh, finishing it. Uh, but at the same time, <laughs> Gaslin's got heavy, heavy hands as well. Nah, right. Yeah. Oh, fuck's I... sake. Fucking freezing. Yeah, sorry. Freezing. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I agree, though. I think Wicker will, I think Wicker will get it done, personally. But uh, still really rate Gaston. It could end up just being a mad scrap, like the Adesanya fight. Yeah, but, absolutely. Uh, hopefully... For like the fans, that'll be best case scenario. But now nah, I'm leaning towards Whitaker, to be honest. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna gonna go out on a limb and say Gaslam finish him in the fifth round. I reckon. I'm changing my prediction at the end, <laughs> but I think yeah, I just think Gas, like you say, Gaslam's chin and he's he's got heavy heavy hands. I don't know. I think I think you can mix it up with the wrestling better than Whitaker can as well. Um, I think with Gaslam too, this is such a big fight. Like you know, he's gone from. What Hermanson was like ranked number six, I think, got heel hooked. Fight Ian Heinrich, who's ranked 15th, to now coming in on what four or five weeks' notice against Whitaker. You know, if Gaston wins, big opportunity for Gaston, yeah. Massive predicament but, for middleweight division if he wins, but yeah, massive yeah I'm gonna go for a third round head kick. Whitaker. <laughs> Yeah, his head kicks yeah. are nasty, man. He's got such good yeah. head kicks. I it's watched the Cannoneer fight. I watched the Cannoneer yeah. fight again yesterday. He 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 must have thrown like at least fifteen head kicks, like so many. He does it so well. He throw and he throws it like behind the like usually like straight right. He'll throw straight yeah. right and then whip the head, the head kick behind it. Um, it's so effective. He did it so well against Romero. Yeah, did it really well against Bronson. That that basically was the catalyst to sort of that led to the finish yeah um, against Brunson a few years back but yeah he does that so well so I'm gonna go over Whitaker head kick <laughs> yeah well probably won't happen but yeah maybe. <laughs> uh, we'll see maybe who knows mystic mystic yeah. drone Ben or something all right well uh that's probably enough for the first episode of in the clinch you reckon it's been a pleasure as always mate uh I think yeah, as first first episodes go, this was all right. Yeah. We'll certainly improve in time. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I uh, hope that we didn't bore the bore uh, you know the hell out of people, but uh, hopefully not. Yeah, <laughs> uh, no, it's been fun. We'll uh, yeah, it has. We'll see you in the next one, guys. We'll see you in the next one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> next Wednesday, same time. Enjoy the fights, yes. everyone. Yeah, enjoy everyone. Take care.